Have you ever seen people who appear to have it all together, especially in church, and wondered about the real story beneath the facade? Or how about this? What's your story? And what would happen if people knew the real you, the glorious, the wonderful, the messy, the shameful? Listen in as we tackle hard questions of faith and following Jesus. Welcome to She Seems So Normal, Stories Not Shared on Sundays with your host. That's me, Lee McKenzie. So this is episode 23, the baklava day analysis. And as you may have heard, if you've been listening to all the different episodes, baklava has come up multiple times in this story. It just seems like that was the season for it. And so this is actually not the day that I broke my Pyrex and burned my hands and all the rest. This was actually going back to the very first PTSD attack that I had. And so here we go the baklava day analysis thankfully that saturday morning went from a complete ptsd type panic attack at 8 45 a.m to happily chatting about the holidays and finer points of baklava making with sweet friends by 9 10. moving throughout the weekend i boxed any big or negative emotions stuffing and sealing them indefinitely for later by monday let me tell you i looked and i felt like a freight train hit After processing the event, terrified of the power my memories hold, gripping me is a growing dread an impending attack could happen anytime. As you might imagine, more than a few questions popped into my head. What the crap was that? Am I crazier than I thought? Why was that memory so vivid and real? Can I trust it? Is it manufactured? Why did I actually leave reality? But what if it happens again when I'm alone? Or worse, if I'm in public? And what can I do to stop it? With these perplexing issues swirling, maybe you can imagine how exhausting just thinking can be for someone with anxiety. Any wonder why your anxious friends are so distracted or don't have a lot of energy? Well, let's all go into brain power. (laughs) And fortunately, I'm able to get counsel from Michelle as she's traveling before the holidays. I'm texting her the details of the most powerful panic attack of my life, and she responds while waiting for the flight. Oh, yay! I'm so happy for you. You're moving through this healing process so quickly, she delightedly replies after I describe the episode. Are you crazy? You knew this would happen? Do I have PTSD? Stop laughing! Full disclosure, Michelle laughing makes me laugh too. Her knowing giggle disarms me in the best way, helping me realize everything's gonna be okay. Yes, she says, you've boxed up all these memories for so long, it's like a giant pimple popping. The first squeeze hurts the worst, but from there, you're just squeezing out the pus, she matter-of-factly states. And for the record, she's used this analogy before and it grossed me out then too. But it makes sense. Giant pimples feel so much better after you relieve the pressure, don't they? (laughs) I mean, like pimples, I've kept memories and emotions festering and buried below the surface. In the past, they emerged as mismanaged behavior reactions timed inappropriately, like blowing up over something innocuous with the kids or my husband, over something at work or with extended family and friends. This gargantuan pimple, however, emerged right on time. 
However, with all due respect to my friend Michelle, I prefer describing going in and out of a valley better. (laughs) Walking this healing journey, I realized my mastery of boxing and shelving highly emotional or traumatic issues indefinitely in massive mental vaults. Someone with quote-unquote normal patterns actually can use this in a very healthy, mature way, shelving big immediate issues for later processing. But I've been birthed feet first and breached in a third world hospital. I entered this broken world with a bang, punctuated by my mother's screams and doctor's scalpels. Not normal. Does my body remember that? Did this first big shock begin rewiring my brain's chemical supply? serotonin receptors, release functions, and the fight, flight, and freak responses from the beginning? You know, I've, I've worked so hard to seem normal, but with issues shelved more than 45 years, my mental vault shelf storage is maxed and quickly crumbling. The plastic princess persona realizes the critical emotional and spiritual capacity levels at obvious breaking points. In safe spaces encircled by safe people in stable, supportive environments with resources at my disposal, overwhelming gratitude warms the cup of my soul to the brim. The shiny fake facade dissolves, melting into a smooth plasticine pool on the floor. I look down to behold a vaguely familiar face. Who is she? Peering into my own distorted reflection, this real image without any camouflage scares, surprises, and then relieves me. Slightly repulsed, I'm also strangely fascinated by authentic me at beauty base zero. Part of coming out of valley experiences requires unpacking and identifying those sealed boxes. But another issue arises. In the past, my brain boxed and shelved most memories, not just the traumatic ones. Since this shelving method worked efficiently, I guess I kept it. Unwilling to slow down or consider that while some events are horrifically vault-worthy, others are important and make me feel good to remember. Will I one day shine like a star in the universe, holding both good and bad together firmly in scripture-centered understanding? and work out my salvation in awe and trembling, appreciating how God redeems it for his good purpose? (sighs) I sure hope so.